The official Thanksgiving story that you learned in school and on TV probably goes something like this. The Pilgrims came to America on the Mayflower and established a Plymouth colony in the winter of 1620-21. to This first winter was hard, and half the colonists died. But the survivors were hard-working and persistent, and they learned how to farm on the new continent from the Indians. The harvest of 1621 was abundant and plentiful. The Pilgrims held a celebration and gave thanks to God. They were grateful for the wonderful new abundant land he had given them. The pilgrims lived happily ever after and each year repeated the first Thanksgiving. This story is only partially true and contains some false information. The fact is that the colonists were living in famine, which is a condition of extremely scarce food. After the harvest meal of 1621, the colonists again returned to famine conditions. The colonists were not a group of hard-working and persistent heroes. Many of them were lazy and thieves. The governor of the Plymouth Colony was named William Bradford. He kept notes about what was really happening at the time of the first Thanksgiving. The colonists lived in a system where the people did not own their land, and they did not own the fruits of their labor. Each person was supposed to farm, fish, hunt, or make clothes and supplies, and then put the food and supplies into a common pool that anyone could take from. Each person was supposed to take from the pool just what they needed. All that they had was held in common, meaning that everyone had equal access to the supplies. But a system like that is broken and cannot work. There is a saying that whenever everyone owns a thing, that no one owns that thing. In fancy grown-up terms, they call it the tragedy of the commons. It is human nature that most people will treat things they own better than things they don't own. Have you ever had a new toy, maybe something electronic like an iPhone or iPad, that you treated delicately and carefully because it was new? You take effort to be sure you put it down gently so it won't break, and you are careful to put it up where it won't be stepped on or where someone can sit on it. If you have a friend over, they likely will be more rough with it and carelessly leave it on the floor when they are done with it and where someone could accidentally walk on it and crush it. The difference is that because it is yours, you are more careful with it than someone who doesn't own it. In the case of the Plymouth Colony, the fact that no one owned the crops or the food almost led to half the people in the colony starving to death. Governor William Bradford tells us that the colonists went hungry for years because they refused to work in the fields. They preferred to steal food instead. He says the colony was full of corruption and with confusion and discontent. William Bradford said the crops were small because much was stolen both by day and night before it was barely ready to be eaten. Because people didn't own the land or the crops they were working in, and because all the food was being put into a common pool that everyone had access to, the people were not motivated to work in the fields. People would play sick so they wouldn't have to show up to work, or show up but not give much effort. It was much easier to let someone else do the work of growing the food and then just take the food for themselves. How well do you think it would work if everyone felt the same? Or, how would you feel if you were willing to go out into the fields and work hard each day to grow food if you knew that others were going to be lazy, stay at home while you worked, and then come later to take what you grew and eat it? 
You might think to yourself, what's the point of my working hard if someone else is going to take what I produce? You probably wouldn't feel like doing all that work just to have lazy people benefit from your labor. That's what was happening in Plymouth Colony and why so many people starved. William Bradford understood what was happening. So, in 1623, he gave each colonist their own land and told them to keep or trade whatever they produced on their land. Now, each colonist had motivation to grow the most crops they could. They could eat what they grew for themselves and use what was left over to trade for clothes or other types of food, like meat or fish. That was the end of the famines. In fact, by 1624, the colonists were producing so much corn that they began to sell some back to England. In just a couple of growing seasons, the colonists were able to go from near starvation to having more than they could eat themselves. The difference was not the new farming techniques they learned from the Indians, though that may have helped. The difference was that the colonists were able to personally benefit from their labor because they owned their own land. The lesson is that common ownership, or a system where everyone has equal rights to something, doesn't work. What works and allows people to prosper and live happy lives is when we can privately own property and own the things we produce.